0: Relive your favorite era of wrestling with New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Extreme Three-Way Dance, or the Ruthlessly Aggressive Podcast. Keep in touch with the modern era with GC Dub, Clotheslines and Headlines, You Know What That Means, and Viewer's Choice, or Sit Down and Nerd Out with No Holds Barred, WWE War, or The Wrestler That Was. It's summertime, and the living is easy. Because you've got the North-South Connection. NorthSouthConnection.com.
1: So, connection, welcome to Ryan and JT's Excellent Adventure, Episode 2. Myself and Ryan Gray coming at you, live watching some wrestling with our friends. That's pretty much the gimmick here, and we are running through currently uh, a specific gimmick of watching debut episodes of uh, well-known wrestling programs, and maybe some not as well-known we'll get to eventually. In Episode 1, we went through the first-ever Superstars from September 6th, 1986, and tonight, we're going to follow that up with the next day's debut, September 7th, 1986, Wrestling Challenge. Joining us here tonight is Steve Bennett from the SportsCenter hey Podcast, 24-inch podcast. Steve, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good to have you, buddy.
0: Hey, I announced it on my show, the 24-inch podcast, this week. But since I'm here, I should maybe talk about it here real quick. Uh, thanks to you and Ryan, I've developed a show that's going to be on this YouTube channel. And it's going to be called 3 x Five. And on each episode, I'm going to do three top five lists, one in wrestling, one in sports, and one in pop culture. And um, as it grows, I'd like to have some people from my Rolodex come in and share their top five lists and hopefully help grow the channel and promote the podcast and everything like that. So thanks to you guys for the opportunity. Ryan has been great working with me behind the scenes because I don't know YouTube uh, at all. He knows it a little. I don't know it at all. Um, And uh, so we're going to put something out soon. And... um, and then I think we'll do it maybe every other week or once a month or whatever the frequency is. We'll figure that out. But, um, yeah, hopefully it'll grow and get some new faces on the YouTube channel, too, the North South uh, YouTube channel. Um, I already floated the idea to some friends in sports media, and they said that they'd always be available to help me out. So we'll see where it goes. But that's a little something coming up in the next few awesome. weeks. Well,
1: that's Sounds a great plug for it. <clears throat> We're definitely looking forward to having it uh here and uh, like you said we are on youtube so if you're listening to this on a podcast app uh this is available in video format as well over on the youtube channel north south connection so you can subscribe there uh or if you're watching and you gotta get get in the car and head out you can listen to it as well on our podcast apps just search north south connection anywhere and you can do that so uh all right ryan you got anything uh, to set us up here nothing well yeah let's fire this up and get to
2: start talking
1: all right, let's do it. Uh, so if you're able to track this down and want to follow along with us, feel free. Or you can watch along here on YouTube uh, as we talk. You know, you never know what you can find if you look close enough. So why don't we go ahead and fire it up. Episode one of Wrestling Challenge in three. Sorry, I closed it up. All right, here we go. And uh... Uh, almost there. Sorry. Vamping three, two, one. All right, the classic logo flying in here.
2: Oh, yeah. You got that scratch logo underneath it somehow. I don't know what's going on there.
0: So, do you guys know which non WWF person was most influential in the decision to move the syndicated shows out of the Poughkeepsie's and Allentown and London type places? Into the bigger arenas. Was it the Fink? No, this is a non WWE employee. Oh, oh, not sorry. Uh, Famous famous person, person, though. Um, uh... A television revolutionary. Big Dick Johnson. Ebersol, Ebersol, Kane, McMahon, and it was basically an idea for Saturday's main event. The idea that Ebersaw had was how to light a wrestling show how to take it out of the dark and move it into the light. yeah. And actually it's not until the next Saturday night's main event from where we are chronologically now that those changes take place on Saturday night's main event. Right. But the reason these shows move superstars and challenge from the studio shows or, you know, Allentown, London, wherever they're having them, these bigger arenas is because they thought they could light the shows better. And also in the bigger arenas, they would be able to draw a house So for years, Hulk didn't appear very often on these shows but he would uh, be there every night and appear in a dark match or a tape segment or whatever. When I went to the house show that where Steamboat lost the belt in 87 to um, to Honky Tonk, Hulk had a match, a tag match that night. It was the very last thing after hours and hours of just misery. Um, (laughs) He also recorded a Snake pit that day that aired only in some markets. And then he had a tag match against um was him and Coco versus Fuji's guy that spit the green news.
1: But like this uh, night Killer
0: Khan. Yeah. Killer Khan. Yeah, this night Hogan is in a dark match um as well. So that was one way they used to fill the house so it looked nice and full. Yep. Hogan wrestling the dark matches. And it was Ebersol's idea how to light it and sort of those innovations that make it look different compared to the all-star. Which this
1: yeah, I mean, it's way more likely to catch your eye, right? I mean, if you're a kid flipping through the channels at 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning and you see this, like, well-lit, it looks like a sporting event more than, like, a dingy, you know, old-school something my dad would watch. You know, like, this makes you feel like, okay, this is something I want to watch. It's it's bright, you know, it's loud, it's in your face, it's moving fast, right? So, I did not like uh, this U.S. Express with Dan Spivey.
0: I prefer, prefer Barry yeah. I think yeah, everyone did. This is yeah. something they loved to do back then, right? Though, when someone left to try to find a clone, like, a and they app. did. I think Spivey yeah. is
1: about as close as you can get to looking like Wyndham right. uh, at yeah. this point in his career. I mean, if you look yeah, at them from behind the as they clone. run out, you know
2: that just looks so gimmicky holding the flag. They look like triads. And then look at Morocco already in the ring on a jobber team with freaking Iron Mike Shop. Come on, Don Morocco, put some respect in that man's name. <laughs> This is what yeah, this is at the uh, the heel end of his t- uh, heel
1: run, right? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, well, nah, he's still. This he really is a th- no. I can't tur- believe they're using him here. He tur- He's not. He doesn't with, turn until after WrestleMania because he's with the Orton yeah, in yeah. at yeah. Mania three. He's, so.
0: he's still in. Yeah.
1: This is a crazy use of him with Sharp. I mean, this is like what Coco did on Superstars. The first remember they had him with. Uh, yep. Who was he with? Uh, Paul SD Jones? No, Roma. Yeah.
0: And they would or do Rome this a lot in the in the it was kind of a formula. They'd start out with these tag matches with the kind of established yeah. team versus the half job or half known guy.
2: Descending star. Yeah.
0: However, you want to describe the Morocco spot.
2: Morocco is easily the biggest star in this ring, though.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's not yeah. close. It's that's why it's such a weird use of them here. This feels like and late-era Pedro, you know, like, where a guy that was on top and winding down, that's what this feels like with Morocco, but and you mean, could tell in the his Billy Graham lang- inset, yeah.
2: You could tell in his body language, too, in the uh, intros. He's like, yeah, hey, I'm done
1: Morocco. I'm, like, six months from the Indies. <laughs> well, the only thing I think that maybe they were thinking is that, like, to Steve's point, they just want to start kind of hot with a name ma- a name yeah. match, but stick sharp in there so he can do the job. And, I mean, Sharp wasn't, like, a full-on job boy yet. Like, we watched all those MSG. Oh, S- S-tier, MSGs. Bob. uh S-tier jobber. Yeah, we but even, come- like, 85, 86, he was, like, still competitive in MSG matches and winning MSG matches and stuff, Sharp was. So, like, he's not, like, a full-on job boy yet. He's he's in that low mid-card, but he's, like, a, a guy that would still win matches at this point.
0: And even as a jobber, he's in the top. Yeah. You know, yeah. he would be in that feature match on primetime with one of the other good jobbers a lot, you know, where they would have a jobber to jobber, but they were the more well-known, the Barrios, the, yeah. Very used talking
2: about the Barrios. You know,
0: yeah. Um, we should talk about the commentary team tonight. Right. Because they only do three episodes. So it's gorilla Ernie Ladd, and Johnny V mm-hmm. and they are there for tonight. And they do the three episodes that they tape there tonight. They air three weeks in a row. But then after this, they didn't think it worked and they get Bobby in there and we get the Bobby and Gorilla run for, you know, a few years then after more than so that, like just four uh, years, at least five years. Huh? Yeah. An iconic run. Though.
2: They straight, they go straight Bobby and Gorilla. They get rid of all three and they go straight Bobby Gorilla.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: The, uh, that team that's doing the show now, lad and Johnny V that's the big event team too. Right. So that must've been in their mind as a potential TV team, because I think I'm pretty sure they called a big event. Those three, um,
2: where are we So at I guess Johnny? they had that
1: in mind as a, as a grouping.
2: Where are we at with Johnny V? I'm kind of
1: ho-hum on him. He's all right. He's a
0: little bit past the time, yeah. I was probably good rank, with
1: like the original Dream Team.
0: Like At this time, I'd still probably rank him probably about last of the heel managers, but yeah, he's okay. It's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's a good match. You know, he's, he's got a good, good promo.
2: Yeah, but that those attributes don't really come across in the commentary role. He just kind of comes across as kind of blah.
0: No, no, I don't love him as I I mean, yeah. here's the weird thing about these three guys, right? Like, they have this small stint. I mean, grill is a part of it, but it's three of a Gorilla and the two guys. But like, when you think of this show, you, you have to really know these guys ever did it, right? Because Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah it's a a trivia question. Bobby, yeah. The
1: gorilla and Bobby are on challenge until it's going to be. And, like, when is, well, challenge doesn't end until like 95, but they're going to be on it until 90. 90- Three right when Bobby leaves. So, I mean, this is a seven year run of these two guys in the booth. I don't think they ever switched them off a challenge. I think they're there until Bobby's gone.
0: And then, so like, they I start the cycling through guys. I have some other hosts here. So, Vince and Bobby do the February 7th, 1988 right. show. One offs, but One-off. I mean, I think Gorilla yep. and Bobby
1: do like the bulk until 93.
0: Until that beautiful logo, man. Oh, yeah. Get the Macho Man ready, see yeah, until Jim Ross and Bobby in '93. Yeah, that's an next like Jim Ross. Jim Ross and Bobby. I wonder how that works.
1: That's right. Yeah, they gave it to Ross in '93 to give him something because Superstars is still Vince. And Vince then at incredible. the end, it's like DBS and Stan Lane. I think, <laughs> like at the end, yeah, there's Lane, three nice shows run. in
0: '89 that are Vince and Gorilla. Those would probably be fun to check out sometime.
1: So I want to try and see what a uh, local feed this was. I know it says Sky Sports, but I'm guessing this is like a rare on Sky Sports or something, maybe. Because like you said, they have the old Scratch logo, at least the version we're watching. Because I don't think these were airing in the UK in 86. There's no way. Yeah, the Scratch like logo. Else. This must have re-aired on some classic show or whatever. We'll see if they show any local promos later. All right, so another uh, – here we go. We're we're deep in the Adonis, like the really Adonis ramping Piper up toward Piper
0: three. Started at this point, they've already had conflicts, Piper and Adonis, as they're preparing. Yeah, they had the flower
2: shop paper. on the superstars the day before.
0: And Adonis is – I mean, he's so good, so underrated, from Buffalo, New York. He's one of those guys where you really wonder, what if he didn't die? Way back in 1988, he dies, uh, which That's is insane. It. Um, but he's so great to watch. There's going to be a Dark Side of the Ring episode about him this season, which I'm excited to check out. Because there's not – I don't think there's much about him as there should be. But, man, when you, he gets whipped into the corner, oh, he's mm-hmm. so great. He's st- maybe the best ever at taking that bump into the corner. Over he's a
1: guy – like, I really wonder what he would have done if he didn't pass away. Because yeah,
0: he's one of the great what-ifs.
1: He wasn't that old. He hit a uh, moose. Yeah july 4th
0: imagine that hit a moose
1: in 88 i mean a year after WrestleMania 3 like yeah. he has a car accident and dies which sucks because he's definitely a guy that probably would have had a bunch of he probably would have went to wcw for a run when they were bringing all the guys in like 89 and 90 the junkyard dog and iron Sheik and all those dudes like he probably would have popped in there and you know it would shock me back. if he came back to dodo yeah yeah, everyone the early comes 90s. Back.
0: yeah yeah everyone comes back i and mean how I old is he passed team away team he couldn't have been that old was, was he in his
1: 30s probably when he passed
0: away yeah, but not old not old 30s no I'll check for sure but he was a young man
2: that's super unfortunate now Steve you were talking earlier about going to that Hogan snake pit is that that infamous snake pit where the fans
0: kind of turn on Hogan a little bit I know you're no, not gonna
2: you're not gonna be true to us here where with the no the I'm being
0: true to him no one turned on him so he, Jake wasn't he, getting the Jake was there? Just holding the mic Jake wasn't involved. It was Killer Khan and Fuji came out, and Killer Khan spit green shit in his eyes. Oh, all right. So it wasn't this. So Jake that wasn't was the later focus on. Of it. Yeah. No. Okay.
1: He was thirty-four when he passed away. I mean, that's crazy. Like, that's sad. He could have had another fifteen years, easy. Like him and ECW early ECW would like definitely be a thing. I could see that for an sure. From yeah, like that ninety-three, ninety-four Morocco. ECW. But like um, I
0: said, the key for him would have just been keeping his weight in check. Yeah.
1: I mean, think of it. He would have only been 44 during like the NWO. <laughs> like that's how young he is. He seems like he'd been yeah. around forever but he's probably older, you know,
0: but. He doesn't look 34 here or 33. He comes across as older. Jimmy Hart knew how to work that perfume gimmick so good. Like I remember just getting so pissed off at him for squirting people at that thing. Jimmy Hart's great. I love the pink cowboy hat. It's such a great touch.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're we're, this that. is post attack on Piper now, right? I think we yep. covered that on the Superstars. Yeah, it exactly. was like two weeks later or whatever. So, so I mean, it's a pretty lengthy build to Mania 3 from here. I mean, they're really at it for a good what? Well, how often months? is
0: Piper on? And at one point, Adidas leaves the company and the match. Yeah, that's
1: right. Kind of yep. in
0: limbo, but he does come back. So, he had an so argument you know, with Vince or whatever. Argument with Vince? Yeah, something like that. And he laughed temporarily, but luckily for you know, luckily he came back because I think that's a you know a great part of what makes Mania great. Mania three great. That was a, you go. never see a double
1: team like like interference like that from us. Like he came in and they did like a back suplex neck breaker combo. That was beautiful.
0: Mostly in the eighties. That's a good TV match right there. That's really nicely done.
1: These guys were would have been a cool team. I mean, I think they were two guys, him and Orton. Like two guys that were ahead of their time for sure, like as bumpers and workers. Um,
0: both could Orton's go. So that,
1: yeah, that could have been a fun team.
0: I think uh, I like it even better than Morocco and Orton too. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kind of yeah. reminds me of a smaller version of Stud and Bundy. Yep. Ugh, that
2: team was
1: rough. <laughs> that team was rough. They basically did the smoking guns finish that they would do later the Sidewinder or whatever. Like that was what they did right there.
0: That was, smoking that was a really nice TV match there. Yep. That's really good for what it was
1: so far. It feels like on par with, I know like in later years, I always feel like challenge was the B to superstars being the A, but I mean, I know we're only 20 minutes into episode one, but right now it feels like, you know, doing well, okay. it was also
0: like a, a training ground. Like, Snake Pit debuts over here, then they move yep. it. Big, uh, the Brother Love Show debuts over here, then they move it. You know, I think they would try stuff on challenge, and if it worked, if it caught track, then they move it over. So, here, can you guys do you guys have audio? I don't have audio, so I don't know whether as far as clues to where the show is.
1: I know, I was trying to pick up on it. Yeah, I, I have it low. Yeah, see, it has this. I just noticed a scratch logo with a classic. So, this must have aired on in the UK as like a classic program.
2: Now, is Tommy Sharp related to Mike Sharp? Because that's who he squashed last match.
1: Yeah, it could be. You think we're just going to get all all jobbers named Sharp tonight?
2: <laughs> or at least Sharp dressed men,
1: you know, perhaps. So, Oren's talking about how his uh, contract with Piper became null and void because Piper stopped sending checks while he was away. So. <laughs> yeah, hey, I like the touch.
2: Play, I like the touch. Well, you... You'd think he'd get more money in Hollywood, no?
1: Probably. And he's saying he wears the pink hat because they pay him too and all he cares about is money. Which, I I mean, I like the consistency for the character. He's like, whatever. Piper, you paid me to be a bodyguard. The bodyguard. And I'm jumping to Adrian and Jimmy Hart because they're paying me when you weren't. So
0: loyalty dies with the money for for Bob Orton. So I got a fun challenge trivia question for you guys. So most of the title changes on syndicated shows were on superstars course unfortunately the one i had a witness um in june of 87 but um there was one on challenge you guys know which what what title change happened on challenge and during the run
1: oh man uh Uh, natural uh, disasters and money inc
0: you got it october of 92 still
1: got it still got it nicely done very good there you go bob another classic job Bob bradley this feels early for
0: him uh, he, he's around a little bit in 85. He did not have my support for president. I mean, he was an okay Nick, but when he got into politics, it wasn't for me.
1: Uh, Big showcase we go, weekend
0: for Coco. He was on uh, Superstars
1: and now on yeah. Challenge, too.
0: Coco was a legendary Superstars Challenge guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's perfect for it. And he, he crushed for jobbers,
1: too. Oh, yeah. He was. This, is, this he should is. be a fun squash. He's a low key great squash worker. Yeah, he's
0: vicious. He's. He's he's rough in there with them. Yeah.
2: Steve, can we catch you walking around the Buffalo streets like that?
0: I mean, not now, in a in a different era. You know, if you go back, if you were around in my college days, yeah. I mean, that's that's if I hit Chippewa, that's how I I was dressed.
1: There we go. (laughs) Dancer Lord Al. Yeah. Vlad said he's uh I mean uh Johnny V said he's filled with fleas, Coco. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's like it's funny that Lord
1: Al doing the ring introductions.
2: It's like an a-line from Johnny B
1: I'm guessing Lord Al doesn't stick around long in this role for the doing the ring announcement it must have been I think they rolled out of the big guns for the first premiere
2: yeah very weird uh like projection of voice from I don't it just doesn't fit
1: no he's better doing the freezer bars
2: Mr freeze freezer bars!
1: <laughs> not suckbacks happened so
2: this was written in Hotford Connecticut with, yep. the, with the Connecticut Huskies in their deficits
0: yes. of law. And the Hartford Play. Wailers. Yes, the Whalers at this Wailiff.
1: point. Who are, they're trying to bring them back, right?
0: I've heard some rumblings. I don't the governor is trying to now. get the Coyotes yeah. to move there. But Monday Night Raw was there last night, Steve Bennett. Did you catch it? I did not. I haven't seen an episode of Raw. <laughs> no, Never. I've seen it now and again when Hulk's on. I know. It was at Cocoa, Hartford last in the night.
2: The only reason I bring it out: sold-out crowd. Say it was one of the hottest crowds they had in a long, long time. Uh,
1: Harford's a low-key, cool little spot for a show. Like we went to Money in the Bank 2019 there, and Chris Cole was like, "Oh, it's a dump." Blah 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 blah. And then we went. I'm like, we had a great time. There was this I awesome barbecue layout.
0: place. So, everything's yeah. It like, was a cool set,
1: like and setup where we were up high.
0: It's an older arena, and even though it's an NHL arena originally, it's not oh. that big. You know what I mean? And even no. up high, it's steep, so it's close. I think it's really good sight lines there. i seen Pearl Jam there twice, and it's great sound. It's a really, I like that venue for an older, you know, yeah, okay, it's a dump, but it's 67 years old or whatever, you know.
1: I do think if they bring the whale back, oh, they're going to need a new arena. I mean, they can't oh, yeah. put them in there. They so could you think that down. would kind of go with it? What do you think, sir,
2: flavor of pushing for it? You know what I mean? There's obviously right. something behind that. Well, and then, well you know, I think
1: they want a
0: pro team in Connecticut. The people that would be challenging them, like Quebec and Kansas City, and some of the they already have NHL you now, yeah. So you know, they would have to. I'm they sure they got to get
1: them out of Arizona. I mean, there's no support. It's a stupid place for a team. The Florida teams are all doing great. I mean, they they are they own the NHL right
0: now. So Almost like, all of the weird Atlanta? markets have worked, except for Atlanta didn't work. And like Nashville, Nashville's
1: Nashville, 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 Nashville one of
0: the best fan bases. In the league. yeah. Vegas is All worse. Than- I mean, yeah. you know, some that- of them, like Carolina, okay, yeah. the 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 big advantage they have is when they play a home game in the playoffs, they literally have every single fan they have in the arena, but at right. least that's enough to fill it. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? They might not have a huge fan base outside of that, but the ones they have filled the arena. enough to be there. They're yeah. big fans. You know, they're there. So
2: Great miss by Coco there. Excellent timing. He just like, he moved out of the way with like split time.
1: Yeah. He's underrated. Like, I feel like I, I, I didn't hate <laughs> the discourse. I hated the most. I think is, in history is the Coco's not a, like mocking him as a hall of famer. Like when they, everyone would be, Oh, if Coco's in the hall of fame, I'm like the dude was great at his friggin' job. Like, you know, he was a really good wrestler and he did what a lot of guys did in that era. Right. The Bushwhackers, Jim Duggan, they were badasses in their territories. They took a paycheck to come in and be fan-friendly faces during a time where it was marketed to kids. And it worked. And they I made a lot of money. You
0: know, everyone in my school knew who he was. I bet in, yeah. this era, in 1987, he was one of the first five people the average person would mention as who's a wrestler.
2: Oh, it's a very memorable name, Coco. Yeah. Beware! It's a cool name. Everyone well, knew how he pinned
0: him, and he's like flopping his wings. So did
1: you know have Frankie? yet? I mean, I know he's pretty new here. I think he just showed up in uh
0: yeah i don't think he did have Frankie yet although very soon if he doesn't because he had him at wrestlemania 3 so he's coming one way or another
1: yeah he had just debuted like they brought all the central states guys in together i think it was like wasn't he part of that butch reed and slick and him and Mm -hmm. there you go got jimmy i don't think they've said anything local yet these have been generic promos so i don't know what feed they this might have been like the wf's house feed that they then used for the classics It had to be because they're they're doing generic promos here.
0: Hey Jimmy, man, it's like young young. too, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. You think those are prescription
1: sunglasses, Steve? (laughs) (laughs) They are very uh, of the time sunglasses for sure.
0: When I was a kid, I used to always say subscription. I was an idiot. I guess (laughs) you got a new pair every month. Yeah. Do you have subscription glasses? I always say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to know what he's talking about
2: here, or who is he? Who is he talking about? How big is this stable right now?
0: Justin, you can hear this, right? You can hear some of this. He's probably a little 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 bit. I have it kind of low. Yeah.
1: He's just. I mean, it's a very generic promo. He's just talking about all the stable members, and you know, he's with. With Adonis, with blah, 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 blah.
0: He's talking about money.
1: Yeah, it's the same thing Orton was talking about. He he paid him off to come in and work for him.
0: So I don't know if you guys want to throw something else out, but I would think most memorable challenge moment of all time has got to be the barbershop with the breakup of the Rockies, right? The Rockers, excuse me.
1: Yeah, I would think so. I don't know what else would be. Maybe high energy challenging money ink for the tag titles that have to wrestle money a nine. That was a famous one.
0: And the title change that they had on there as well. Yeah, but the, the Rockers breakup's gotta
1: be. I mean, there's a there's a lot of good good barbershop stuff. They had the earthquake when uh, Brutus throws a snake on him and he falls out of the chair. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Sid destroying oh. it at the end was really good. If that was if, was the bar shop always challenge? If it was, and that's another memorable one when Sid destroys it with the shaving cream on his nose. Here we go. Orndorff coming out to Real American still at this point. I mean, this is post-big event. This is going to be kind of the last day. Well, actually, I guess it goes until the January Science Man event, right? That's really the end of it. But
0: I wonder the if it's really starting day, to cool off. The next day after this taping is the big event in Toronto.
1: Oh, this is before. Okay, I was thinking it was after.
0: I was thinking that it's was the August. the day before. So the next okay. day is the big event. Let's see when they taped this. They taped this... This taped on 8 superstars 86 yeah. 18,500 in the house. And 80, then the big 000? event... Wow. Big event is the next day. And they got 61-470. This is according mm-hmm. to the history of WWE.com. So.
1: The, uh, so then it makes sense why they ran this Gorilla Lad Johnny V team out. Because... They used him here for this taping and then used him at the big event, and then that must have been it. Because Lab, like, yeah. barely talks at the big event. <laughs> it's, like, quiet the whole show. Yeah, he, he probably got his papers that day. Yeah, event. he might have. I,
2: was, I always preferred the red robe with Orndorf. But I'll take the blue.
0: Yeah, I like the red, too. Beautiful robes, though. I don't I hear them hyping big event, but... $1,500 each. 1500 I bet it's more than that.
2: Ooh, I just burnt myself.
1: Anyways. Check. What a physique. What a physique on he's that jacked guy. here. I mean, he's in the run of a lifetime right now. Holy hell. This is the I run can't... that fucked his arm up, right? Because he didn't want to yeah. take the time off and his nerve damage got all screwed up?
2: I can't believe that he uh, wasn't
0: on Mania 3 in retrospect. Well, he was the guy that held back in case Andre couldn't go on yeah. it. Right?
1: They could have still put him in a match and then changed it, you know what I mean? Like, did they really have to hold him off the card altogether? Like, they couldn't, you know, these, I don't know. they, they couldn't just have promo? him lined up with something and then just if he had to get swapped in, just dump that
0: match or change it. That's still face honky talk. There, yeah. I was
2: just you, stole the words I'm out, these are still baby face honky promos, right? Yep.
0: Well, he was
1: meant yeah. to be buddies with Hogan, right? So that's why why he's ripping on Orndorff here.
0: Right, because he had he does the the voting is on superstars. Obviously, there's right. only been one vote or one show so far, and they didn't do it on that. So,
1: yeah. Oh, Troy Martin! I just realized that Shane Douglas here is <laughs> our uh, jobber. Oh yeah!
0: I just heard Gorilla Ooh. say it.
1: Troy Martin. Yep, there he is.
0: Yep. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Gonna obviously go on to bigger things.
1: Well, did, it, did we see Foley on Superstars?
2: Was that that one? Uh, we definitely. He was definitely. We didn't. He wasn't on our episode.
1: We watched it last episode. Must be episode. coming up because him and Douglas yeah. trained together, right? So they were. I think they kind of yeah. did this
0: little tour together of this job duty. And this is right around when Dynamite breaks his jaw at one of these Superstars tapings. Right around mm-hmm. this time. Look at this pile driver. Look at that.
1: Oh, good job
0: That's just a thing of beauty. Yeah, Shane. Uh, Shane I took it that. well.
2: Love the arrogance. pin
0: cervical wow. vertebrae compressed. What a star he is right there and right now, though.
1: It's oh, on the she... doorstep of the biggest match of his career. I mean, yeah. the big event's got to be it, right, for him. Like before. Oh, I guess WrestleMania one, but big event's got to be number two anyway.
0: Sixty thousand in the main. Yeah, I made it WrestleMania one. Might
1: bigger, yeah. but yeah. Crowd wise, though, the big event's probably the biggest.
0: Yeah, and then singles match. Certainly the yeah. biggest single, you know. Yes, yeah.
1: yeah, so, I mean he's ready to rock. Yeah, it's well, just it's crazy. 14. Like as soon as that Saturday tomato event ends, he's he's iced. Like he's not at three. He kinda, you know, dips. He ends up I think D'Amato talked about it on one of the Cronosos um that drops soon to be every other week here on the Westell Connection. Um about how he's like kind of pushed into that feud with Rude. Kind of doesn't go anywhere. He gets stuck stuck with Humperdink.
0: Humperdink is the death of him, cool. I feel like. Uh,
1: and then he kind of fades. Dinks. But he, he has, like, an underrated WCW run. He's there, like, for, like, almost six years in WCW. He like, in a prominent position. Where he kicks the shit out of Vader. He, he comes in, like, 90, though. Like, I think it's forgotten how early he's there. He's consistently there from, like, 90, I think, until um 95, 90, 95 when he can't wrestle anymore. But even then, like... The horseman, I think it's late ninety. I think it's early 96, isn't it? When the horsemen attack him and pile drive him on the floor or whatever. And that was setting up, right?
2: He's still an agent. Oh, yeah. He's
1: there to the end as an agent. Surprised they never brought him back in the agent after that. Yeah, I don't know. He just maybe was done. There we go. Sullivan, my son.
0: Another guy who didn't get to be on WrestleMania 3, probably should have been Kamala. He scared the shit out of me when I was a kid.
1: Was he done though by then? He was gone, wasn't he?
0: I don't think he's still around. Still should have been. You know, he should have made it. You know, like he should have been a part of it because he was a really threatening. He was the one guy maybe besides Andre that when he got in there with Hogan as a kid, I was scared.
1: This is a fun match on, I think it's Boston Garden,
0: December 86, him and Hogan. It's pretty good. Yeah, he's one of those guys, if you only know the pay-per-views from this era, you miss him. You never see him. Yep. He was never on a WrestleMania until what, the gimmick battle royal?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because he was supposed to be a nine, but they end up bagging the match, him and Bigelow. Yeah, he got nicked
2: a few times.
1: Fucking Curtis A.K.O. Who's
2: going to be here? Is it Lombardi?
0: It must have been, right? Well, it's not honky tonk. That'll be on Sarah's main event. <laughs> yes, in a few in a few months. Amazingly done.
1: <laughs> it's not a shock they put Ayuko with Kevin Sullivan and WCW because they talk about the same stupid shit that it makes no sense
0: over and over. Jake's got that Don Johnson Miami Vice look going here. That's oh yeah, look. super eighties. You know,
2: that's babyface
0: Jake though, right?
1: Yeah. My buddy Jim actually saw one of those um, rare Hogan Jake matches in Providence.
2: Really? What year?
1: Eighty-six and eighty-six. I think it was maybe October, November. When did when did they uh, when did they do a little feud before they turned Jake? I think it might be October, November. He was young. I mean, it was it was early, but he was there for that one. They didn't have many. I don't think.
0: Another uh, king another here. big moment, you know, historically for Challenge. The coronation of uh, – well, I won't say who, but somebody drafted this guy. I don't know what's going to air first. Our draft or the uh, – That's true. This episode. So I won't give a spoilers.
1: I think this episode.
2: I think it's safe to say you, you're you the one that drafted him. <laughs> well, okay. I'm
0: not giving any Your spoilers. Your draft is from 85 to 88. Or... Uh, now, I did have the first pick in that draft. Uh-huh. I'll say that and, and I he did go
1: outside played, his he went outside his comfort zone i
0: went outside my my zone for that pick oh you want king edge nope
2: <laughs> King, Brock king mabel.
1: he took king mabel Mabel. Oh, oh, go. i love that they break up poor lord littlebrook for this they're gonna carry the crown hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get a payday brother look at that crown so when did grace come in like he was in for a little bit before becoming king I know he does a couple of MSGs where he's handsome, Harley.
0: Probably, wasn't he from Continental as well?
1: Not Central States, though, but it was different. Harley was in Kansas City, but I think it was different. It was different? Uh, uh, I don't
0: know, actually. Maybe it was. Dave's going to yell at me. I should have known that. But he's uh, very recent.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not long that he's handsome, Harley. Yeah. Bobby calls him the king of wrestling, and that leads to this.
2: Where do we have him on our tier list, Justin? B tier? As kings? Yeah, we did a king list.
1: Yeah, I forget where we have him.
2: him. We had him pretty high, high, I think.
1: B or A? So, race... Uh, I mean, he was still in NWA in 84. He left due to issues of Sam Mushnick. <coughs> joined in May of 86. So I think he's just in the NWA till then. I don't think he came from Central States or anything. He did the Heartland, no, the Heart of America Sports Attractions. I think he just kind of worked for the KC St. Louis territory. I don't think it was Central States for him though.
2: God, this is peak him looking like the kid from Bad Santa
1: right here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he was handsome for a while. Then he won the King of the Ring. And then had this coronation ceremony because he won the king of the ring. That first one was on July July 14th. So they actually waited a little bit before they did the, the crowning if he won in July.
2: Wait, what was this one? What was that? Providence?
0: Foxboro. That was Foxboro. Uh,
2: no, Foxboro was, was it 85 and 86, Foxboro?
0: Yep. Foxboro yes. in 85, Harley in 86.
1: Yeah, those are Foxboro. I mean, Providence I mean, was 87 uh, through 91. Right. I thought
2: Foxboro was only 85, my bad. I wish those were taped somewhere out there. That would have been kind of – it would be probably very Rusty. I'm mad
1: I didn't go to the 91. Uh, I have a bunch of superstars taped from that era on my VHS I still have, um, where they were hyping that tournament. So I have all the event centers leading up to it.
0: Virgil and Skinner setting up their big war. How often did you go to house shows when they would come around? Not
1: enough for how often they ran. Uh, they ran a little bit less by the time I started watching. I think they ran Providence almost every month, like, in the 80s. Um, but, like, my first one was April of 90. I went in July of 90 and, like, November of 90. So, like, those are my first three. Um, I'd have to look back a little bit at cards to see. I, th- I feel like 91, I didn't go as much. But then after that, I think I went pretty consistently. Like, 92, what, 93. What's your 91.
2: earliest memory of going?
1: That 90? And it... it I talked about this recently on one show. I think it was with Keithy on a, a la cat. Um, I went on a, with my parents, friends, kids on a bus trip with a church to um, April 90 house show. It was Warrior Perfect was the main event. That was my first memory. And I bought, which I'm sure I got gouged from one of the kids had the WrestleMania 6 program. And I bought it. I made. I asked my dad to buy it so I could have it. And I read that thing endlessly. Um, but I remember the July one. Yeah. It was a July, or August. It was right before SummerSlam, and I was really into it. Like that was like the, the first one I went to, and I was like, all in. I remember the Rockers, fought Power and Glory in singles matches, and they were teasing Word that on, yeah. bad news would have the sewer rats. Yeah, my but first didn't bring was them out. Boat? No, Tugboat was hurt. I think it was after earthquake. It already hurt him. I,
2: this mine. I don't. I don't remember the card. Uh, I just remember Tugboat, And
1: then, and
2: I remember seeing Lex Luger with the flag because they would do the whole gimmick where the kid gets the flag. I'm like, oh man, I never pick it.
1: That was course, uh, Andy yeah. Atherton, I think, did that. Or no, he did the ring announcing during that run. I don't think he was the flag bearer. The we uh, was that in Worcester.
0: a video. Here come the machines. Is that Andre? Yeah, I can't tell. I don't know who that. I think is. so.
1: By the way, he's walking. Nah, I'm not sure. I don't, yeah, it is. It's I don't Andre. know.
0: Yeah, it's know. Andre. I don't. I'm not sure. Pretty fucking. Oh, it's definitely Andre. No, nah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I can't tell. Oh. It oh, took me about seven times of saying it to
0: realize the, the beginning. <laughs> I, used to Scheduled. Always, I used to always go to when they were at the odd, but then at one point they moved to the Niagara Falls Convention Center and I didn't go there as much. I went a few times. I saw Hulk, Hulk have a cage match there, but I didn't go as much because Niagara Falls sucks and that place sucked. But Yeah, I always oh,
1: went oh, to Providence so Civic Center so and then um, – they had the Warwick Musical Theater uh which was awesome. It was like one of the tent tour shows. Like they would do the Cape Cod metal, melody tent. They would do I think a tent yeah, main. So and then the Warwick Musical Theater. They did it every year. I went to I think went to like three or four of them. Um they were super fun because it was so intimate. And it was just, like you were like in the ring basically watching the show, and the wrestlers would hang out in the little lot behind and everything.
0: The ball they would do like, all awesome, the way up to
1: yeah. 95, right? They what? They would do those all the way up to 95, 96, right? I think 95 might have been the last one. Yeah. I think maybe 96. I think it was 95. Know,
2: give or take. I think it's... 95. I went. Right, I we think I more. went
1: 92, 93, 94. I think with the three I went to. I didn't go in 95. I think I, I had something else that night.
2: Yeah, we got a world tag team title match in the main event. So what were the
1: machines year? doing out here?
2: I thought they were wrestling. I think they would just...
0: That was this just a, a friggin' cool, triple threat match. Big I wonder who that big guy was with the machines though. Yeah, it could have been a giant. I don't think it was Andre. I don't know. The Bulldogs look awesome here though, man. Look at how great they look. They always look great.
1: Weren't they on Superstars too? It seems like they uh spotted no, couple... the hearts. Oh yeah, that's right. We got the hearts, yeah. Yeah, they're yoked here. When do the hearts beat them? February? We talked about this. I'm not gonna do it again.
0: Yeah, they it, it's taped in January, airs in February. February 7th, Superstars, or 14th, one of those.
1: It's still so weird that they brought the machines out just to wave. (laughs) It's odd. Great kick, out there. You think they at least stay at ringside? I don't think they did, did they? That's That's another team that if you only watch the pay-per-views and you didn't include the big event, you would not even realize that they were a thing. Because they don't even talk about them ever on anything. But if you watch those prime times in 86, which I've done a million times as my late eye watching, they're all that angle dominates prime time in 86. I mean, that's all they freaking talk about
0: every week. Did they ever get to stand on that one who the big guy was outside? Because I want to get a better look at him. I yeah. wish they would have been there longer because I couldn't. Yeah. He was a big man, though, whoever it was i remember when i
1: when i started and then started catching back up like i was very intrigued by the machines for sure but i didn't really see much about them like besides like the magazines my brother gave me because they weren't on any tapes i'm sure they were on a couple best of wf tapes or whatever but they were none of the stuff i was renting and learning about they weren't in there
2: it's the difference between moondog spot and moondogs moondog spike
0: i'm surprised ozzy Osbourne wasn't there it's probably one of the few he missed Right. So I know we promised after WrestleMania 2 he's going to be around forever. Forever! So.
1: Is this probably Rex or
0: Spike? It's Rex, isn't
1: it? He probably had a concert
0: that night.
2: Couldn't
1: make it. Rex has the darker hair. That's Spike. Spot's coming in. Rex is in the ring. But who's Spike? Oh, it says it's Spike. Oh, no. Oh, maybe it was. Then. Maybe it's not Rex. And there's Moondog King. He's later. No, it says I think Rex and Spike. That's not Spike. That's Spot.
2: I know. It's the same person. Spike is fine, I believe so. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what
0: Captain Lou is another great. We we see, we, got a, we got treated some great, great characters from this era tonight.
1: Look, they Captain rolled out Luz, the stars. Like you can't, pilot. you can't complain about this show if you're watching this. this. Like suddenly, pilot.
0: this is a great pilot. It really is. Yeah.
1: I mean, you're getting a lot of. You got some squashes, but you got like this is a caliber match. The Moon are pushed enough to win a little bit. I mean. You know, not a ton, but uh, Sharp and Morocco in that opener, like that
0: was pretty good. And we had a couple squashes.
1: And this is a title match. Yes.
0: And Dinoite's doing a great job selling here, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. Moondogs are okay. They're not bad.
1: As someone who saw a lot of spot (laughs) at MSG, they're okay. I'm pushing
2: it, but they're. Wow,
0: look at at the power. Davies is sick.
2: Think- this is like peak Davey, I think. I think Davy is the best in this.
0: Look at that body drop he just did there. That's so cool.
1: That friggin' uh, WrestleMania 2 that you mentioned always makes me laugh, though. It's like Albano and Ozzy celebrating. It's like Dynamite is dead on the fucking half floor. Dead, yeah,
0: <laughs> half dead, yeah. Half dead. Knocked into next three, quite literally. Absurd. The crazy thing about that, though, is that was a nightmare for the Dream Team that night. Oh,
1: in the Rosemont, yeah.
0: Yeah, in the Rosemont. That was a nightmare. Mm
1: -hmm. that's my favorite one of my favorite gorilla tropes (laughs) for like the next year and a half
0: that's it (laughs) forever i think he he just told god that that, like last week
1: oh it's so good the nightmare at the horizon i mean when you watch all those msgs and stuff like we did you hear it
0: constantly every time they're on he talks about it when my brother was in the ushl they played the chicago like a chicago team and their arena was right across the street from Rosemont, so we stayed by it. And I remember t- telling the whole family, "See that place? There was a nightmare for the Dream <laughs> Team over there in, in 1986." What? <laughs> like, yeah,
2: cool fucking story, Steve. You yeah. said that last week.
0: I said, and one of the greatest matches of all time, Brad and Austin too. There you That's go, for sure. British Bulldogs forever. Pretty good,
2: pretty good match for them, right there. Yeah, They're that was why... a
0: man. That's yeah. great. I mean, this is a gr- this is a really good episode of this show. Sets four a bad tone minutes. though because <laughs> they're not going to keep up with it. But this is a great pilot, really well done. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: yeah, all right. Kent is doing an interview here. Let's uh talk some yeah. categories. Let's see what we got. Uh, all right, show out of 10 as a show, not as a pilot, as a show.
2: So, okay. all right, I'll I went four on oh, Super Way speakers. Higher than that.
1: All right,
2: relax, relax. 19. Four. I went on Superstars. Out uh, of four, it was a four. But for for this, I'm going to go five and a half. I thought this was much more enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I think a five, five and a half is good as a show.
0: Yeah, I'll go six. I'll show. go the high end. But five, and five, and five and a half is fair. But this, this is yeah, to me. I, thought, I mean,
1: it's... I know it's your golden era. So. The uh, as a pilot, I this a of I'd say this is a seven and seven. a half as a pilot.
0: All right, I'll say eight as
1: a yeah. pilot. I'd be coming back for challenge if this if I was a kid in '86 and I saw this, yeah. especially after what I had been seeing and was available to me. I would, oh yeah, I'd be all in on this. Yeah. Um, all right, MVP. I think the Bulldogs look the best, honestly. I mean, Ornd- ah, Orndorff looked awesome though. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, I would say probably the Bulldogs. I think we 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 flirted with giving it to Coco last time, but I would go I would go Bulldogs.
0: A lot of good candidates. Mm. Uh, what did you say, Justin? I think I'm gonna go Orndorff. And you went the Bulldogs. Yeah. Man, right, I'll go with the Bulldogs. They they look great. They're champions. They're at their peak. And no, we but... got
1: LVP on here. And I mean, I thought everyone looked pretty good on the night. Maybe poor Morocco looked like the biggest slob mm-hmm. being stuck with. Yeah, Sharp and
2: Amer- American Express LVPs. Yeah. <laughs> they won. They, they won could've... the match. I know, but they could have had a better op- a better opening tag team out there besides them.
0: I'll I'll give it to the to Ernie Ladd.
2: <laughs> That's actually probably a good. One. We, we wouldn't think of that because we didn't hear him. But yeah, it's probably a good one.
1: So this is pretty badass. So Savage is coming in during Jake's interview, and they're kind of smiling a little bit, doing a little heel tandem. But when do they have their Science made event match? Isn't
0: it like October
1: of '86 around there?
0: Look at that like belt! It, look at how he holds it. Why don't I more don't people know. hold the belt like that? Look this is that. an amazing
1: baby. look right here. Like this is awesome. But I think it's October. It's right after the summer layoff, isn't it? Where like Ebersole said, like I need like a big radio. Like, the NBC brass were there or whatever, so they threw him out there and said, "Go kill it." Wasn't it that Savage and Jake? That sounds right. When they're both heels. I think it's 80. I think it's October. Um. All right. Best segment or match what was your the best thing on the show.
2: Oof, I would go the main event tag team world tag team title match. Probably is the best match. For, uh, I'm
1: maybe if we with could Orndorff. hear, I would I think go killing,
2: and... but I'll go with the match. I'll go with the match there.
1: I'm going with Orndorff killing Shane Douglas. I, I think that looked awesome. He beat the out I'm stuffed with the pile driver and stood tall for the big event.
0: I will go with the coronation, just because of this, the history behind it, A historic moment, you know acknowledging a king like that kind of paying homage to what right he's done in his career
1: all right what's the most 1986 thing about this
0: that's where well, i'm gonna jake's go with the outfit. no jake's yeah jake's, jake's outfit, outfit in the snake pit is the most 86 thing there is
1: i'm gonna go with a uh, little person bringing out the crown for harley race that's wow, like a very close. 80s 80s thing lower little carrying the crown out that's a good one
2: you still mine i'll go with the uh the nice ladies getting the the ring, get the ring gear, following Coco to the ring. big right. jazz, bringing the ladies in.
1: Episode two of the adventures in the books, guys. This is a lot of fun, as always. For sure, subscribe, uh, Northside Connection here on YouTube, as well as any uh, podcasts, audio applications you may use. A lot of our shows are simulcast. Subscribe to the Sportscasters feed as well as Twenty Four Inch Podcast. It looks uh, for more of us where this is a show that floats we will be in and out different spots in the schedule so just look for us uh, but uh, we get an exciting
0: episode 3 geared up as well just to tie up a loose end uh, it was San it's made about 8 11 15 96 okay. I knew it was the fall yeah that that's day. an awesome match
1: well worth it. if you've never seen that match yeah. if you're watching this you've probably seen the match but if you haven't in a while that match holds up it's awesome uh, savage and Jake who, who had that one in Cardoso Ryan do you remember
0: Oh, was that <laughs> back in the daily days? Was that even before? The it was day? in
2: the daily days. I will have to, I will to put that back.
0: link in the comments when this is There airs. you go. Yeah, that's Maybe it. So check me and Ryan and JAD and Dave on the next video episode. We'll have one of the biggest matches in the history of wrestling. Um, yep. Hulk, Hulk and Andre from the main event in 88. So look so wow. for exciting that. I to influence. get a uh,
1: Hollywood Dave. This is recording on his birthday too. So shout out. Yeah. Happy, uh, birthday, Hollywood
2: happy birthday, Hollywood Dave. Happy birthday, Hollywood Dave. Sure. All right, All right we're out. All right, four
0: three. Hey, Steve, bye, bye. now. Bye. Oh, I can't remember. Anything to this very day except the love. The love.